He was a morbidly obese surgeon destined for an operating table and an early death. Now he's a rebel MD who is fabulously fit and fighting to make America healthy again. This is Stay Off My Operating Table with Dr. Philip Ovedia. And we're back. Uh, Today, Dr. Ovedia, I would like to talk about, I, I continue to read through your book. And I continue to get simultaneously uh, angry and feel like I, I'm, I, many of my opinions have been justified. This is myth number 10 from chapter two. And I don't know very much about this. The best way to burn calories is exercise. That's a myth. Now, that one shocked me. That one really surprised me. I, I'm of the generation, and maybe that's everybody deals with this, but are you trying to tell me the best way to burn calories is not exercise? Help, help us out here. What's the story? There are a couple of factors that go into making this a myth. The first factor is the whole concept of burning calories and the calories in, calorie out model for the best way to lose weight. And I go into some more detail, you know, in the book about this. And I think we've even talked a little bit about it in some of the previous episodes. But the reality is, is that there are some obvious flaws in the calorie in calorie out model. But putting those aside for a second, you know, the concept that we can burn off the food we eat and therefore lose weight is flawed and the science doesn't support it. We've all had the experience where we've been at the gym and we're on the treadmill and we're running on the treadmill, jogging on the treadmill for an hour. And at the end, you know, the treadmill usually gives you the statistics and you realize that you've only burned a hundred, maybe 200 calories, depending on how fast you were running. Yeah, that one's always been a little disappointing to me. (laughs) Exactly, because you then go and look at what foods have 100 or 200 calories in them, and that is an exceedingly small amount of food. So the concept that we are going to be able to exercise off the food that we eat and therefore prevent obesity just doesn't work in the end. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that exercise has no benefits to your health. I'm just saying that exercising solely for the purpose of trying to burn off more calories and therefore lose weight does not work. You said this, um, the data shows you can't out-exercise a bad diet. There's going to be people out there who are like me who are going to say, okay, what's the data? What's the, what's the science? I mean, I guess, Part of it is that hour on the treadmill where I burned 180 calories and then turn around and drink this vegetarian protein drink that is 180 calories. It's, it's, but that's not actually science. That's just me looking at numbers. What else? I mean, help us out a little. Is there more that we need to know about this? Yeah, there have been scientific studies done that, you know, look at people who, you know, 
exercise more, and it does not show a clear relationship to losing weight when you account for other habits. So people who exercise more also tend to do other things that are going to support their overall health and maintaining a lower weight. But when you isolate out the exercise, you cannot find a direct correlation between exercising to burn calories, so cardio exercise, and weight loss. And, you know, again, conceptually, we can understand why that is. Because in order to burn off the amount of calories, the amount of excess calories that it takes to become overweight would literally mean spending all day in the gym exercising. Now, if I recall correctly, 3,500 calories equals one pound. And I think if I did, if I ate at a 500 calorie deficit for a week, all else being equal, I could lose a pound a week. Am I remembering those numbers right? So those are the common numbers that are thrown around. Again, they don't actually translate into, uh, you know, into the real world. Um, and again, this is a concept. This is why the calorie in, calorie out model is failed. Um, another way to look at the calorie in, calorie out model and realize why it doesn't really translate very well is we are all familiar with you know, the typical person gaining 10 to 15 pounds in a year. And when you break that down, that translates to an extra 50 calories a day using that same assumption that you just said 3,500 calories is what is stored in a pound of fat is what the science shows. So 50 extra calories a day. And we have to, you know, then accept the concept that our system is so well balanced that only 50 calories a day, which again, you know, average person eats somewhere around 2,500 calories a day. So you're talking about a, um, you know, doing the quick math, a, a one or two percent, yeah, difference mm -hmm. here is going to make, you know, that significant to change. And, and that's why, you know, the calorie in, calorie out model, it, it's a, it's a model from physics, you know, it was derived from physics, but our bodies are not a clean physics system. You know, there is a lot more going on than just the calories that are being taken in and the calories that are, that are being burnt. You know, it makes sense as you're saying it. And it's also a little bit terrifying. 50 extra calories a day on a, on a 2,500 calorie diet, that would be, that would be 2%, wouldn't it? That'd be 1%. This whole, I got to exercise to lose weight thing. Apparently we just don't think right about it. So I, I know that your whole thrust is metabolic health and I don't want to narrow this too much. So a guy like me who needs to lose 15 pounds I mean, I'm working out. I wasn't working out, so I've started working out. And, and I'm trying to track what I eat and yep. blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm just doing all the normal stuff. But okay, I, I, to tell you the truth, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm a little flummoxed. 
Yeah. So, you know, where does that lead us, I guess, is the is the question. And what do I recommend? In yes. Terms of, where does it yeah, lead us? Maintaining <laughs> metabolic health. So I think exercise is good. But the main the main focus of exercise, if you're trying to improve your metabolic health and lose weight, should be on building muscle. What we do know is that muscle is more metabolically active than fat tissue. And so the more muscle that you can build, the more metabolically active, you know, you're going to be throughout your day. And that changes the amount of calories that you might be burning throughout the entire day, having more muscle. Is this like the, is this like you're talking about your baseline caloric needs? Correct. Your, your, what we call so your just basal. Waking up and breathing, yeah. you, you burn some number of calories. Right. And if you build muscle you're going to burn but more that energy. number increases. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, that is one benefit to exercise, to building muscle. Another benefit to exercise with the goal of building muscle, what we call resistance exercises, is that the data is pretty clear that as you age, one of the best predictors of how long you're going to live and the quality of your life for however long you live, is the amount of muscle that you maintain, your strength. So there is a very simple test that's used in medicine, your grip strength. Um, and we've all probably, you know, there there's a, a, a fancy medical tool to measure this. Um, but, you know, we've all just, you know, done the thing how, how, you know, forcefully you can squeeze a ball or a spring and that turns out to be a very good correlate to how healthy you are and how long you are going to live. And it's actually been studied in a wide range of medical conditions. So after people have Holy heart smokes. attacks, when people are undergoing surgery, um, you know, their grip strength predicts how well they're going to get through that. So the more muscle you're able to maintain as you age, the better and longer you are likely to live. So that's what I tell people their priority should be when they are exercising. All right. So I want to, I want to try to summarize what I think I heard, heard you say, having a focus on losing weight as the purpose for exercising. Why are you exercising Jack? Well, I need to lose 15 pounds. That is at best suboptimal at worst is complete completely delusional my focus if i need to lose 15 pounds should not be on losing 15 pounds my focus should be on improving my metabolic health and one of the ways to improve my metabolic health is to increase the amount of muscle mass in my body and I do that through exercise. So it's a roundabout way of, of getting to the exercise thing. Am I? Yeah. All of, all of what you said is true. And you know, the adage that abs are made in the kitchen, not the gym is very true as well, because the types of food that we eat and the hormonal influences that we've talked a little bit about, uh, in other episodes is more important determinant of your weight ultimately than the amount of exercise that you're doing. So quick question, um, because this is actually personal for me, 
um, how would you go about assessing and, or, or maybe even does it make sense to assess someone's optimal weight? Is that even something that you, you would look at? Um, like I, I think, I think with 15 fewer pounds, I'd be a lot, I'd feel a lot better, but where did that number come from? Well, you know, back when I weighed 208, I felt better. And now that I'm at, well, actually it's probably closer to 20 pounds <laughs> now that I'm at 227. Uh, I don't like the way my clothes fit, but I mean, that's hardly scientific. Yeah. I think, you know, ultimately I come back to, you know, being metabolically healthy, um, and, you know, will allow your body to find an optimal weight. And, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, at my leanest, as I've gone through this journey, you know, to overcome obesity and, and improve my metabolic health, the leanest I was, was probably was about 20 pounds lighter than I am now. But my metabolic health has actually improved, despite the fact that I weigh a little bit more than I did, you know, a year, a couple of years ago. And that is because, you know, most of that weight that I have added is in the form of muscle. So, you know, weight can be deceptive because, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. Having well-developed, strong bones, those weigh more than fat tissue is going to. So that's why weight is not the best metric of metabolic health. And again, you know, we've talked a number of times about the factors that go into right. measuring metabolic health and weight isn't one of them. Weight circumference is, which is, you know, going to have some correlation to weight, but weight itself is not a measurement because of those factors that I just talked. You about. know, it, when you, when you explain it, it seems fairly simple and I'm not a dumb guy. I'm, and yet I'm aware that that I've had this really um, confusing picture in my mind because I look at the scale, I look at that number and I want the number to be lower and okay. Yeah. Keeps going back to metabolic health. And well, exactly. And, you know, I realized that, you know, I went through medical school and became a heart surgeon and all of the education and training that was involved in that believing those same wrong things. This is a very pervasive myth in our society. And this is the reason that I'm doing everything that I am doing now, writing the book and having this podcast and, and, you know, all of the other things that I do to try and get this messaging out because clearly this messaging again, is not <laughs> understatement well. of the day, <laughs> all of this, yeah, all of this time that we've been focused on calories in, calories out, our our weight and our health both are moving in the wrong direction. So again, you know, these misconceptions are not serving us yeah. well. Well, I think this is a good time for me to to shill for your website. Uh, if, if for those of our listeners out there hearing this. And like me, are going, oh, crud, I'm, I've been confused and I need to get unconfused. Let me recommend you go see Dr. Ovedia's uh, website, ovediahearthealth.com. That's O-V-A-D-I-A hearthealth.com. Um, you can tell just from listening to him, 
he's a good guy. He knows what he's talking about. There's a ton of good information on the website there, uh, much of which I have availed myself of. By the way, Doc, I should let you know that I just uh, today got my labs done using uh, the the recommendation you made for uh, ownyourlabs.com. Yeah, that's a sponsor who doesn't know they're sponsoring us. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good conversation for today. I appreciate it. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Just as I said, you know, focus on your metabolic health, adopt the habits that are going to support your metabolic health and stay off my operating table. Very good. Follow Dr. Ovedia on Twitter at iFixHearts. Talk to you next time. Chances are you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't need to change your life and get healthier. So take action right now. Book a call with Dr. Ovedia's team. One small step in the right direction is all it takes to get started. Contact us at ifixhearts.com slash talk. That's ifixhearts.com slash talk.